0: You're listening to Church of Hope's podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope today's teaching encourages and inspires you. Check out hopeinocala.com for more resources on this journey called life. Here's today's teaching. All right, well, let's applaud King Jesus in the place. Come on, y'all. Let's lift it up. Clap your hands, all God's people. What a great day it is to be together here uh, in God's house together, being able to bring it all to the foot of the cross. Are you thankful for that this morning? And uh, no matter where you are, where you've been, or how you've done it, the good news today is you can bring it to Jesus, because he's ready to go the way with you. So this morning, you know, the reality, though, is that many are overwhelmed today by the daily stresses in life. How many you can relate? Now, a little stress in life, chaos in life. Some of you come in today, and you're completely overwhelmed by the situation that you're in and the struggle is real and this morning we're diving in together doing this whole life together in community god's way by looking at how do we navigate the stresses of life how do we navigate the chaos that we all face and and we have a tendency oftentimes to isolate uh, which often makes it worse in our life you see this morning this is why we need to do life together in community. Are you with me this morning? And this is exactly how God has set it up. And we must intentionally change our mindset. And, and Pastor Mark has led us through such a great series on changing our, our, our thinking and getting our mindset in tune with God's very best. How many of you know God's way is best? Well, he has the very best in mind on how we can navigate the struggles and the uh, chaos of modern life. And especially, catch it this morning, in crises we need community. Again, I don't know where you are this morning or what you brought here today, but this is a safe place. And this is a place that you're not here by accident, you're not here by coincidence. Uh, God marked this down in history for you to be here today by his divine design. So this morning, understanding that we need one another in crises, I think back in my own life many years ago and And uh, for the better of a decade, I I went through some craziness in life that was very dark and and very difficult. And there was times that I felt completely helpless. And years ago, I faced one of the darkest seasons in my life when I had gone through an unexpected, failed marriage. I I went through divorce. I uh, was estranged from my only daughter at the time. And uh, life was certainly messed up. And certainly if I had a title to put it uh, there, it would be something along the lines of, this is not what I pictured it to be. Have you ever been in that situation in life? Where you're currently where you are and you look back or you have gone through such a season in life and you're like, this is never God what I ever pictured it to be. And, and you ask those questions, why, right? You, you ask in in from that stems anger. It stems bitterness. It stems like, I thought you were supposed to be a loving God. Why didn't you help me through that situation? And yet I look back and know God didn't cause any of those, but by his grace, he allowed me to walk through it to get me where I am here today. But in that time and that season, I felt completely hopeless and found myself in the darkest spot of my life. And I was a law enforcement officer at the time. And it was common every day. I I worked seven at night till seven in the morning. I'd come home. I had work corrections. I had worked uh, patrol on the road. And, and and at that season of my life, it was normal. If there's any officers in the room, you know, you come home. I mean, you're 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 just glad to get done with that day, and you're taking off your ballistic vest. You're uh, then reaching for your duty belt and getting your boots off and getting your uniform off. And but at this time, it was it was so much different this particular day because I had been so frustrated, confused, and hurt in life and angry with God. And as I was grabbing for my holster like I normally do to to take out my forty caliber Glock this particular day with it fully loaded, I then began to direct it toward my head. And it was in that moment that I was so confused and I felt so helpless. And it was so great and so overtaking of me. You see, I had bought the devil's lies that I wasn't enough, that I had failed. I'd gone too far and God was done. I guess I'd just collect dust on a shelf and that was it for my life. Again, I don't know where you are today, but understand God's not done with you. Understand God loves you. Understand no matter where you've been or what you've done, he's gonna be there with you every step of the way. But in that nightmare, I begin to contemplate in that moment. Do I stay in this nightmare or legitimately, I was thinking, do I go? Should I just be done with it? And in that stage of my life, you know, externally, if you had looked at my life, you would think, oh, he's got it together, he's got a decent job, he's got things going for him. I mean, after all, he's trying to make a difference in his community. But reality was, is when I came home, I was empty inside. I was hurting. I I was still questioning why, and I was overtaken by the stress of life. And outwardly, I appeared to have it all together. But internally, the stresses had overtaken my life, and I was literally contemplating if this life was even worth it anymore. Now, had you met me years prior, I'd have never in my wildest dreams thought I would ever even contemplate life. I mean, I had heard about people who had faced that. I, I thought that would never happen to me, and, and yet there I was in that situation, contemplating life. You know, days when I contemplated, would it just be better to be done with this life, unfortunately it became a bit more common and more frequent in my life at that season. But in the darkest season of my life, God showed up, and God showed out. And I tell you, God's ready to show up in your life today. And he's ready to show out in your life in this thing called doing life together in community. Because God never wanted any of us to go it alone. Because when we're isolated and we turn, it's when things get dark. But I praise the Lord that in that darkest season of my life, he showed up. And he showed up through names like Paul Patterson, through Michael Holst, These guys you see on the screen, Tim Snyder. Kenton Martin, Ralph Mazzicolo, Adam Hickson, and and other men that God used and brought into my life and and to discover that I had hope in Jesus again and that God wasn't done with me. And and, and in that moment, God changed so many things, and I realized more than ever that I needed a Christ-centered community to get through my crisis. Don't think you can go it alone because you can't. God has created us for community. And in that moment, I realized through a simple invitation to a men's group that I need a community more than ever in my life. You see, I literally went from contemplating my life to discovering community in my life. And that would change everything. You see, doing life together in community is absolutely essential this morning. Let's go to the Word of God in Acts chapter 2 and verses 42 through 44 at our our text this morning. And, And we see the early church here, and we see what God had in store by way of doing life together in community, especially in crisis. I don't know where you turn in crisis, but God wants you to turn to community. It says there in verse 42 through 44, it says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Verse 43, Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together. Everybody say together and had everything in common. This morning, if you're taking notes, those joining us online, those here in our gathering, the first thing I want you to catch by way of doing life together in community this morning is, as Christ followers, first of all, we follow Christ's example. How many of you know that? As for God, His way is perfect. Now, we can screw it up. We can flip it around. We can get it inside, outside, upside down. And and that's often common when we try to jump back in the driver's seat of our life. Are you with me this morning? But understand that as for God, his way is perfect. He created us to do life together. Look at Genesis chapter 2, going back to the very beginning. I love this verse for many, many reasons. But uh, it says there, the Lord God, in verse 18 of Genesis 2, said it is not good. Somebody say, not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Now, oftentimes we think of this in the context of marriage, a man leaving his mom and brother to be united to the wife. That's all good and dandy right there, but the whole idea of God never intended any of us, regardless of your marital status, single, whatever, to ever do life alone. That verse, because when we look back, the context of that was God and the character and the person of who he was as the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Understood what community was about, and that's why he created you and I to do life together in community. Further bringing it home, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 through 25. It says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Catch it, verse 25. Not giving up meeting together again. Say, Together, you see a theme here. God wants us together. It says, As some are in the habit of doing. But encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching and when we understand when it talks about see the day approaching talking about Christ's return one day and you think it's bad now just hang on for a minute because the worst is yet to come but guess what in life walking with Jesus and doing life together in community hey the best is yet to come for all of those in Christ Jesus if you're thankful for that this morning let's let him know hey Understand this morning, God has called us to do life together, and we're going to need each other, especially in crisis. We literally are setting ourselves up to walk in victory in the end of the age when the enemy all hell literally breaks loose in this world. We're going to need small group gatherings for one another. We might not even have the church as we know it like this in a large gathering. But understand, regardless, we need to grow together. And as believers, we seek to follow Jesus' example in everything. I mean, think about it. Although Jesus spoke to large crowds, right? When you look through all the Gospels, you find that he did most of his ministry with who? His 12 disciples. And understand this morning, you were disciples of Christ if you are a Christ follower. And guess what? He wants us to do life in groups together. And listen, he took those 12 disciples And with that small group, he changed the world. God wants us to understand we follow his example. In verse 42, if you go back to our text this morning, it says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Now, I want you to catch that word there, fellowship. It's a Greek word koinonia, and it literally means, as you see on the screen there, communion, contribution, sharing, here it is now, a partnership. It's a you thing, me thing, it's a we thing, right? It's all of us together doing life together it was never intended for you to carry your burdens alone or me carry my burdens alone as we see in Christ's example it was us together for God's glory and our good and we see that here in the scripture it says there that it was a partnership as far as that fellowship and what I love about our mission here at hope is that we are partnering with people to discover in Christ we have hope it's a us thing together it's biblical it's why it's our mission and it's sharing the life of Jesus together. Now back in verse 42, if you go back there and look at those words, it says they devoted themselves. This isn't a casual kind of thing. This wasn't a a, a little approach to what was going on. I mean, this was serious. It was, in other words, they were committed to this. They were hungry for it. They wanted more of it. Oh, if you go somewhere and you get a good meal and you taste it in that moment, you just want more, right? You're like, oh, I gotta get a little more. I got to get a little more. Well, the good news about Jesus is the more you get, the more you want. Regardless of, you know, in the physical life, you get filled up on food. You're like, oh, boy, I ate too much. (laughs) But but with God, guess what? You can never get enough. It just keeps getting better and better and better. But this morning, we got to be hungry for God's best way. And the model laid out here for us is doing life together in community. This wasn't about convenience. This was about commitment and being all in, putting skin in the game saying, I'm not going to be just a consumer when I come to church on Sunday. I'm going to be a disciple walking it out every day of my life by the grace of God. Are you with me this morning? God wants us to go out and do life in community so when the onlooking world sees what we have, they desire it. And this is what God has called us to, and we see it here. But unfortunately, it's far too easy to live by convenience when God really calls us to commitment. I mean, think about it. You know, being a Christ follower, as we see here, and doing life with one another isn't always convenient but think about our excuses you know I mean you've heard them I've heard them uh, I've used them you know (laughs) you know and I quote hey it's not convenient at this time for me right 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 at this season of life I can't really get connected with a group because you know I just got to take care of things and listen it's okay until it's not it's all good until it's not and then where do you turn in that crisis that's why I don't wait until it happens because listen, it's not if it's when, <laughs> but prepare now and do it God's way in community. You see, it's not convenient on that day. It's not convenient for my schedule. Our mindset, our mindset shift needs to be that of what Christ is calling us to here. And it's not always convenient, but it is about commitment. Can I tell you this morning, following Christ is not always convenient. It's not always easy, but catch it this morning. It's always worth it. Every single time. Can you imagine Christ going to the cross on our behalf and going, well, guys, I got to let you know, I really don't want nails in my hand or my feet or sword in my side. I really don't want to bleed it all out, take on the sin of the world. Hey, not quite convenient for me today. So y'all are left on your own. Huh. Aren't you glad? Jesus said, not my will, but your father's be done. If you're thankful for that this morning, let's give him glory here. Let's let him know. You see, Jesus didn't walk by convenience. He was dedicated to the commitment of his heavenly Father as we ought to be, and that should be our mindset. This morning, why do life together in community? Well, as Christ followers, first of all, we follow Christ's example. But secondly, get this this morning. We are so much better together. Look at your neighbor on your left or right and say, we're better together. Now, if you're married, make sure that's your spouse, all right? Okay. Anyhow, or else it's going to be a bad afternoon. Anyhow, she's going to be like, I heard what you said to that person. So we think, well, anyways, we don't want to go there. We don't want none of that drama this morning. Hallelujah. We're talking about being better together right here, right now. Acts chapter 2, verses 43 through 44, it says there in verse 43, everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. Verse 44, all the believers were together and had everything in Common. When we see that there, that they were filled with awe on the many wonders and the size before listen, what it is is that they inspired one another. They were motivated by one another. What they saw in one's life going to a whole other level with their experience with God, they wanted. They saw that God was up to miracles in their life and, and changing people who looked like they were hopeless and giving them new life and being transformed. So guess what? They wanted in. How many you want in on the miracles of God in your life? How many you want in on the great things God wants to do? It's when we say, you know what? We are so much better together and we don't want to miss out. You see, we all benefit from one another's insights, from one another's experiences. What you go through, I need to know. Because guess what? If I haven't gone through it yet, I probably will. And you can help me through it and vice versa. Are you with me this morning? And those insights and, and those stories and those difficulties and listen, even our dysfunctions. We all got issues, (laughs) you know, and none of us are above that. That's why we need Jesus. (laughs) The old saying, people are like, you Christians think you're so perfect. I said it before I say it again. Man, I realized how imperfect I was and how desperately in need of Jesus I was. That's why I gave my life to Jesus Christ. Anybody else feel that way? And when you understand that, it changes your mindset to do it God's way. You see, this is a good one. It's been said, it's hard to improve when you have no one but yourself to follow. Let that sit for a minute. This life is difficult. The struggle is real. We can all testify to that. How in the world do you think you're gonna do it by yourself? I know I've been there much as we all like to think that we can handle everything that life's going to throw at us and we're more you know more often than not when we are isolated and crisis comes we realize we're not nearly as stronger together as we'd like for everybody else around us to think we are and and in these moments we need each other more than ever in these moments, uh, the enemy is is all about coming upside our head and knocking us down and, and, and paralyzing us and, and getting us down. And when we isolate, we buy the lies of the enemy. Some of you today have bought those lies that you're alone and you're not good enough and you're just a failure and you'll never measure up. You'll never be a good enough provider. You're never going to be a good enough woman. You're never going to be a good enough man. You're never going to be a good, a, good enough uh, a, a child for your parents. Listen, those are all lies that the enemy wants to eat us up with. And when I think back, even in my own life and in the story I shared earlier is I was in a dark place. I was so paralyzed. I remember literally thinking it was impossible to get out of that situation. Have you ever been there? And in your mind, it's so confusing because we know we got to change our thinking, but man, in that moment, it's not easy. It's difficult. And, And oftentimes we can't see our next step because it seems so dark in that moment and we're isolated and You know, I feared judgment from other people more than anything, because a lot of you may not realize that years before I was in law enforcement, I was actually a pastor, but having my ministry erased because of the difficulties of life that came at me unexpectedly, I felt like the biggest failure of all people. I was supposed to have victory over all of all people. I was supposed to never have to go through anything like that, and yet there I was. So trust me, I was thinking I was a failure. And even though it wasn't some of my choices, the consequences I faced, I was like, why, God? What in the world? I feared judgment from others. And when I took that risk to step into community, can I tell you this morning, the risk was worth it. Some of you I know are on the fence this morning, you're wondering, do I risk really stepping into community with people to grow together and, Share things together. Can I tell you, yes take that risk, it's well worth it. And instead of finding judgment, I found common ground. I, I found comfort and, and strength, discovering that there was actually others who had actually faced and gone through the very things that I went through and currently were going through those same or similar life issues. I feared judgment, but I found grace. Anybody thankful for grace? I, I found openness. I found authenticity. I found the embrace of others who said, man, we get it. We've been through it. Let's do this together. They too had gone through unexpected life events. They had gone through failures, what you think you alone have faced right now, I assure you, there's people sitting on the same row with you right now that has gone through it this morning. That's why they're here going, God, I need you. We need each other. Let's do this thing together. That's what God is calling us to do. And understand that in the failures and difficulty, God wants you to find comfort with one another and find that strength. Proverbs uh, 27 17 is so awesome it says as iron sharpens iron so one person sharpens another you see being a christ follower is about being devoted to loving god and loving people and doing it in the context of a set of real genuine authentic relationship it requires being literally in one another's life it, it requires us being in each other's space a, a physical presence You know, digital, uh, you know, saying, hey, it's super cool, but when I'm together with you and you're looking at me and, and you're saying, hey, how you living, what you doing, it's time we grow together in that space and spending time and investing in one another to be better together for Jesus. It's so simple and powerful, yet so many miss out on doing life together, and then you wonder why your life's so upside down and inside out. Hey, I know I've been there not throwing stones. I'm just saying, I know that that's reality. That's where it at. And and next thing you know, you, you speak of Jesus and you acknowledge him with your mind, but you're really not connected to anyone else. And that's a problem. And, and in those moments, you, you're actually wondering what's going on. And when life hits you hard, you say, nobody cares about me. I, I, I'm alone in this, and, 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 and I have no support. But can I tell you this morning, that's simply not true. It's a lie from the enemy. He wants you to believe it's true. But the truth, more often than not, is that this morning, if we're real, is that we spend so much time on things that really don't matter for eternity, we get stuck in life. We're, We're focused on the things that aren't important to God or even to our family or what matters most, and we get stuck, and then we are really struggling. And then when we need people who are for us to challenge us and grow us and love us, we don't have it because we never made it a priority in the first place. Are you with me this morning? Understand this morning, right now in this moment, I want you to just stop and look around you. Take a second, look left, look right, maybe look over your shoulder. But understand, you are sitting here right now with hundreds of other people. Can I tell you, you're not alone. You say, well, I don't necessarily know the person to my left or right. Well, one side is, well, who fault is that? (laughs) Hello, my name is, you know, a cool little thing, you know, like. But I get it. You might not know the person to your left or right guess what today's a new day and even bigger it's doing life together in community and figuring out how to get to know those around you and not use any more excuses to to blame others and clearly you're sitting here with others today and you're not alone and matter of fact even those online in the chat you can chat it out with people there you're not alone online but now the choice though is ultimately up to you it's up to me we can't be blaming anybody else We can't make excuses anymore. And so I encourage you to step into the moment today and say, I'm gonna get connected. And I'm gonna do life together in community. You see, why do life together in community this morning? Well, as Christ followers, we follow Christ's example. We are so much better together. And then finally this morning, we are more likely to pursue and experience God's best for our life when we're doing life together in community. Does anybody want God's best in your life this morning? Can I see that hand? That's right. God's best is for you. He is not against you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And how he has set us up to follow his example, to be so much better together, is when you are doing life together in community, you're so much more likely to actually pursue him. You're so much more likely to take it from pursuit to actually experiencing his very best in your life. Look what it says in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 through 10. It makes it so clear and plain. It says, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, here it is, one can help the other up. But catch this, don't miss it. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Don't be pitiful this morning. I get the struggles real. I've been there. You've been there. But today's a new day, a new start, and a time to change. And stepping into community is the healthiest decision you can make today. You see, because we're more likely to pursue and experience God's best because the flip side of that coin is without accountability from our small group and doing life together, we're much more vulnerable to go back to our hurts, habits, and hangups, right? It's much easier to turn back if we've got no accountability that's growing us with others who have been through it and are going through it and what we are facing. You see, when we go through it with others, it gives us strength to get through it. And what you haven't experienced, it gives you the experience to pave the way for what's ahead. The Apostle Paul in Romans 1, he reminds us that we can be mutually encouraged by one another's faith. And not only that, in 2 Corinthians, Paul says that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. What you've been through, God wants you to use to help another through. What they've been through, God wants them to use to help you. This morning, we need one another. I've said it a thousand times. Those of you who know me, i say it a thousand times more, and that is this. I need you, you need me, and we need each other. That's not just my desperation. It's the model God set up for us to do life best. Accountability with those who also want God's best will lead you to spiritual success. You say you want spiritual success, you can't find it alone. You got to do it with others who also want that and have your best interests in mind as well. Small groups offer that judgment-free zone and a great environment for genuine belief and behavior change. I mean, if we're honest this morning, we all need our knowledge sharpened a bit. Would you not agree? I mean, we all have blind spots in life that we really need corrected. You know, you don't know what you don't know, right? That's why God puts other people in your life to help you through that. So you don't have to bump your head again or stub your foot, figuratively speaking, but and we all need our resistance and our behavior challenged. Some of the greatest change comes when we identify our behavior's not the best and it needs to be corrected and changed. It's not easy in the moment, but it's worth it for the long haul. You see, we grow and mature much more quickly in our faith journey when you and I can do life together this way and ask one another questions, you know, such as, hey, you know, what steps are you taking to change that? Seems like you're, you know, we talked a while back, you were going through that, but man, you're really knocking it out now. What changed? Hey, this week, what are you doing that helps you with that? You see, that's doing life together and pursuing and experience God's best, doing life together in community. You see, accountability strengthens us to apply truth more consistently. Look at Ephesians chapter four as we bring it together this morning in verses 14 through 15. It says, then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, here it is, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head. That is Christ. We need to grow up. We need to get mature. We need to go deeper. And God wants that force. He wants our success. And we do it when we pursue it together. Why should we be doing life together in community? Because we follow Christ's example this morning. We're so much better together. And finally, we're more likely to pursue and experience God's best in life when we do it in community together. So, this morning, by way of action steps, you're sitting there thinking, well, what do I need to do? Well, well by way of, uh, of groups together, I encourage you number one, many of you this morning need to start a group. You need to say, you know what? I'm not making excuses anymore. I'm not waiting for the convenient schedule because it doesn't fit with that group or this or that. I'm going to go ahead and step out and do it. Listen, we will train you, we will give you the resources you need, but we want to connect with you to get going doing life and community the way God's called you to this morning. Maybe you realize, hey, I I need to, at the very least, join a group. So whether you start a group or join a group this morning, hey, it's as simple as right now this morning. You can take that connect card right there, indicate I'm interested in small groups, bring it to Hope Connections desk right afterwards, and we're going to connect with you. We're going to follow up and get this thing going. It's time to take that action. But whether you start a group or you join a group, can I tell you this morning, like we talked about earlier, commit to it. Commit to it. In other words, make it a priority. Now, understand, some groups are for life. We've got people here have been doing life together a long time in their small groups, but then some are just for a season, and it's okay either way. You know, maybe you step into a group and you're like, wait, I don't have that much in common with these people. It's okay. Don't freak out, right? It's not like you're stuck forever. You know, we're going to say, great. We're either going to get a group for you that you feel best to work in, or guess what? We're going to start it, and people are going to gather and partner with you. So either way, understand it's okay, but don't use any of that as excuses not to step into doing life together in community. And then we see, as Christ used those small groups, he changed the world. It's the same way for us. When we start a group, when we join a group and commit to that group, guess what? We can change the world together this morning. Is say why is it so important? Well, we need each other more than ever today in community. If you haven't noticed, our culture is all about separating God's people. It's all about tearing down what we stand for in Christ Jesus. They're always promoting, there's another way and a different way and a, a better way, only to find in the end it leads to death. But Jesus says, come to me and I'll give you life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And this morning, Yeah know that he wants you to step into his best way and do it his way and now more than ever we must respond and come together and do it for God's glory and our good. You see we need to build our tribe of life together with people who are pursuing Jesus and sharing Jesus love with the world who needs to discover hope in Christ. This morning you're saying you know Pastor Brian I'm I recognize I need to step into community today. You say but I'm really not sure I I truly even know the Lord. Can I encourage you this morning? That's the best place to start. The most important place to start is in your relationship with Jesus. The word of the Lord says that God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Right now in this moment, you can be as sure of heaven as if you were already there by simply opening your heart to God. Saying, Lord, I want to be a part of your community. We call it prayer around here, but it's just communicating from your heart to God. And in this moment, will you do that right now? Will you open your heart to the Lord? And right now in this moment, just say something simple like this. Say, dear Lord Jesus. I believe you died on the cross for my sin. I believe you were buried and rose again, conquering my sin and all that on my behalf, coming back to life that I might know you and have eternal life. So Lord Jesus, right now, the best way I know how I'm asking you to save me, I choose you to be my Lord and Savior. And then just say something like this. Now, Lord Jesus, give me the strength to live for you, no matter what others do around me your glory and my good if that was your prayer this morning the lord says that all of heaven rejoices and we celebrate in this place with you this morning that is the greatest decision you will ever make in life welcome to the family of god at this time let's stand together as corbin and the team are going to lead us out here but know that the lord loves you he'll never fail you and as far as this whole community things go he is the firm foundation upon which we must build our life and he wants you to follow him this morning if the lord's speaking to you and you want to come right down here to the foot of the cross and and just lean in and say god i want to recommit my life i want to step in and and, and trust you with doing life and community i'm tired of being isolated i'm tired of doing this alone You can bring it to the foot of the Lord right here at this place make this a moment that will lead to a movement in your life right there where you're at you can do that however the Lord leads don't miss this moment for him to take you where he wants you to be Lord Jesus thank you so much for your goodness your love and most of all salvation we thank you have your way now we pray in Jesus name